close relationship with them and want to know how to achieve it. Here's your host, Ivory Lanoue, renowned angel communicator. Do you want to know more about angels? Are you ready to level up your spiritual journey? Then you are going to love my inner circle and Patreon. Membership includes great benefits like virtual workshops, mentoring programs, topical videos, interesting posts, a supportive, like-minded community, discounted sessions with me, and access to a library of videos and posts on topics you care about like angels, spirituality, healing, and personal growth. Join and begin your spiritual expansion today. That's the Angel Room Inner Circle on Patreon. Welcome to the Angel Room. I'm so glad to have you listening and watching today. This is an episode near and dear to my heart, and it's about keeping an angel journal. And what's the difference between a regular journal and an angel journal? For me, a regular journal, and I've always been a journal keeper, even as a child, would be more like a diary. You know, today an amazing thing happened to me. Bobby talked to me. <laughs> you know, little things like that. Just kind of more like about your daily life. Whereas an angel journal is specifically about your progress with the skills involved in communicating with angels, in receiving their messages, their guidance. And I like to combine it, for me, I've always combined it with intuitive hits, uh, psychic dreams, uh, other you know interesting things I see or experience that are unusual. I put it all in one journal. So people have asked me, like, why is that, why do I think that's so important? Like, why is that helpful on your journey of learning to have this close bond with your angels? I really noticed that uh, it's a great way to bond with your angels. Like when you, every night or day, however you want to do it, but on a daily basis, you're making some notes in there about, you know, what you experienced, what you tried, how it went. It's it's not only for you, but it's to let your angels know you're thinking about them and you're working on this and this is an important this is an important journey for you and they're going to help you even more. It reminds you of the experiences you've had. I couldn't have written my book with as much accuracy if I hadn't kept angel journals for so long. I well, I've been keeping these journals for decades and 
So all I had to do, if I had a memory of an experience I wanted to include in the book, I went back through my journals and found the day and I could read exactly what happened. And inevitably, I got some of the details in my memory. They were off or I forgot, more likely I forgot really important aspects about it that, that made it even more relevant or more interesting. So that's another reason. And it allows you to realize how many experiences you're having. It's easy to get discouraged when you're trying to build your skills, when you are when you're building your angelic communication, that bond with them, trying to learn to feel them, see them, hear them, you can get discouraged and think, oh, I'm just not getting anywhere. But your journal will show you that you are because it's really more about those little steps of progress than it is about giant leaps. There will be times that you are likely to have some giant leaps forward. I I absolutely know that. But the little steps add up to a big improvement. So it just keeps you motivated. It's a reality check that you are making progress. And again, it refreshes your memory when needed. So let's say that you're trying, let me let this person in the room, that you're trying to uh, share with people your journey and there's a story you wanted to, re- to relate to them that, that has to do with something they're telling you. Again, you can go back in your journal and read it to them or have them read it or at least tell it with all the facts intact. And it's just a great way for you to make sure you don't leave out anything important. Another one is assisting you in identifying which angel you're seeing. As I've mentioned before, uh, you're going to see different colors. You're going to you're going to uh, you're going to ask your angels to touch you, like your master guide to touch your right hand, your guardian angel to touch the top of your head, or wherever you decide. And you can start keeping note of what happened and then sorting through, okay, now I'm sure that's my guardian angel. I'm positive of that. And boy, I feel angels coming in as I'm saying this. And I'm going to say hello to those of you in the room. (laughs) So glad to see you today. Another reason that this is really great is determines your peak time of of, um, experiences. So maybe you see more at night. I see more at night. And I know there's two reasons for that, because number one, it's easier to see the light of angels when there's not the distraction of daylight. And the distraction factor is just all across the board. My days are roller coasters most of the time. And so when I finally slow down and I'm ready to sleep at night, my brain is, is quieting down. There's no distractions in the room. And it's so easy to see them, hear them. Uh, It's just my favorite time to set aside for a communication with my angels. And you'll figure that out for yourself. I'm not a morning person. Plenty of people are. I wish I was. So like I said, I was already keeping journals about paranormal, supernatural things happening and, and life in general. It was so easy to just segue into keeping this what I call an angel journal. So a lot of times people wonder what kind of journal should they get? And I'm, I'm going to give you some examples of how, why across the board this is. These are my most recent journals. So this is the one I'm using now. And it has all kinds of sayings on it. I like like grateful 
and I love the colors on it and and I learned I like a spiral a spiral bound so I got that but before that let me close this so I don't wig you out with some of the psychic prediction dreams I've had was just this a little steno notebook it's what I had I just started using it till I filled that thing up okay get ready for this one it's super glamorous are you ready <laughs> for the longest time I wanted one that would fit in my purse or a pocket so I had this little tiny spiral bound these are things you can get like at a drugstore a dollar store the angels don't care where you get it and before that this was a gift from a, a client was this lovely one that's hard bound and has a built-in bookmark and I love this one but I filled it up pretty quick too so what are some things that you could keep in mind as you're deciding which journal you want to use? Do you like the design cover? As you can see, sometimes I don't care. It's just, I just don't care. And then other times, like my most recent one, that one just pulled at me and I went, oh, I have to have that. The one that said grateful and blessings. Maybe you're going to, you know, you're going to be looking at it for a long time and you're going to be looking at it most days. So make sure you like it. Another one is, does it have enough pages to allow you to write in it for at least a year? I, I try to keep my entries short. Sometimes I can't based on what happened, but usually I have two or three days entries, sometimes four on one page. So make sure it's not too tiny. Like that tiny little pocket-sized one, that did not last a year. And that's why I only have one that's the mini like that. Another consideration are, are the lines spacious enough for you to write while, so you don't have to do ant writing. Um, that was something popular when I was in grade school. Writing as tiny as you could and still barely making it legible. I don't want to do that. I write fast. I'm in a hurry when I'm writing these entries. So make sure that it works for you with the size, the spacing. And another one, are you okay with spiral bound? I think you have to be careful with that. Uh, knowing if you get one that the paper is thin, those pages are going to fall out over time. I learned that the hard way. And I'm sure any of you who have, who have gone through school any length of time have discovered that. So the ones I have, like my current one, has thick paper and it's double spiral bound. So the pages have never fallen out in it. I just don't want to take a chance of that. I'm going to all the trouble of making these notes. I want to have these notes when I go back to look for it later. And then the next thing people ask me about is what kind of things should they write about in their angel journal? Well, that's up to you. You know, if you if you feel something's important enough to write about, then you should probably write about it. I'm a big believer in each of us being our unique selves. And just because I do it some way doesn't mean you need to or should do it that way. It's just an example of one way to do it. So... Let's talk about this. The kind of things you're going to want to write about in relation to angelic communications. One would be if a new angel comes in, you know, you see a color you've never seen before. Uh, you, you have an experience with angels that you don't understand, have never had before. Like maybe an, an angel parade, which was a new one for me. I definitely wrote that in my journal or messages that they give you. Sometimes their messages will be symbols. Sometimes they're gonna show you a design or a picture. They're not going to always use words. 
uh, new or important messages that your angels give you and how do you know it's important if you feel it in your heart if it really hits home for you and you're like wow I needed that or yes that's an answer to something I've been asking them about that's important for you I would make note of that new or unusual lights as I've told you before angels are light beings in the in their own celestial realm and so if you start seeing bright flashes, you know, I've talked about that, like it, it can just light up a totally dark room to daylight. New colors, uh, maybe it's your angels are doing something different. For instance, I think I've mentioned that my master guide used to come in and grow to the size of the whole wall in the room, no matter what room I was in. And then in the last maybe two years, he started coming in and just growing to about five feet wide. And then he floats slowly around, but he stays in my field of vision. Or sometimes I wake up and he's, he's right there on the pillow next to my head. And so there's different things. And when those happen, that would be a good thing to make note of, something unique that happened. Maybe uh, it stayed longer. The light stayed longer than usual or was more vivid. Or it was in a different location in your home. There's times I'm laying on my sofa and I see angels in my kitchen, my dining room, my living room. Uh, it can happen at your at your work. I, well, maybe for my work especially because in my room I do angelic work every single day. And so it's very high frequency and, and there's always angelic beings popping up even between sessions. And you're going to want to make note of these things because it's pretty amazing. You know, not everybody sees that, but I'm on a mission to help them if they want to. Another thing you'd want to write about is if you were touched by an angel. Where did you feel it on your body? How did you feel it? How long did it last? How long, how did it make you feel? Because I know when my angels touch me, the emotion is a big part of it. You know, the, the emotion that they send through their energy throughout my body. Another one would be signs from your angels. So it can come in many different forms and that's going to be a separate show new symbols from your angels so most of it would be if you're going to be uh, if you're a medium you're going to work with mediumship or psychic readings like i thought when i started getting i asked my angels okay i'm going to do mediumship professionally now too so would you give me some symbols that are and that's sort of like shorthand and mediumship to let you know something uh, for instance i if somebody's had military service i will often see a salute or an american flag so that's a short that's just one of the symbols then it started happening even in psychic readings so you can get those even if you never choose to do any of this work professionally it's not about that another thing you want to make note of is items that your angels have left for you so feathers for instance where did you find it what color was the feather what position was it in what were you talking about or thinking about or doing when you found it? Because that, that's important. That's part of the message. Another thing would be celestial councils that are coming in for you. Their appearance, how they feel, what they said to you or communicated. Uh, I have those councils come in and most of the people I know who are, work really hard on their spiritual self and raising their frequency, eventually they see them too. They come in for a visit. And they have the same high frequency as angels. They're from the same high realm, but they're not angels. So, you know, you could experience something like that too. And they're very positive. They're very loving. 
other counsels of light coming in. Again, what do they look like? How did they feel to you? What did they say or do? I had one come in who, I don't know who what they were, but I woke up. I knew I needed to wake up. And when I did, I saw four beings standing in the bay window of my bedroom between me and the window. And they were about eight feet tall, about three feet wide. And they looked like they were carved out of gray stone with a, some kind of tall hat and a long pointy beard. And their arms were like this. And the one closest to me as I watched them, his hands went like this and he opened his hands and in it was this beautiful emerald glowing stone. And he was offering it to me and I didn't know what, I didn't know what to do. Like, I wish I had gotten up and taken it. I wonder what would have happened if I had taken it because they felt perfectly fine to me. They, that was an example of a celestial council coming through. And so I hope they come again. They'll hear me saying this now, come again, I'll take the stone. And then the next aspect of this whole thing with the angel journal is, is a format. Now I know part of this is I'm a Virgo and I am detail oriented. So please take this with a grain of salt. You do not have to do yours this way, but there's a reason I do this. So I like to have consistency. So at the beginning of every entry, I write the date, the time, and then what occurred. It's not just me being Virgo, it's also, it's about wanting to see again, is there a time of day or night that these things tend to happen? And, you know, you probably know about angel numbers. Let's say that it always happens at 2.22 a.m. or 1.11 a.m. Then you need to look up that angel number site I mentioned, and it's in my book. That is just an amazing site that'll tell you from numbers one, it's not mine, but one to 10,000, what they mean. It's messages from your angels. So if you keep receiving it at a certain time, that in itself is a message as well as letting you know that that's a really powerful time for you. So then I write in detail what I experienced. I try not to leave anything out. Those specifics can be important later. So you know, you might be tempted to shorthand it, but try to really get all the important aspects in there. The evidence is in the details. And so later, if you left some of those details out, it might be important to a message they're trying to get across to you. If something doesn't make sense, I'm going to tell you something I tell my clients when they're getting a reading with me. If something, if something doesn't connect for you, don't worry about it. Put it aside, put it to the back of your mind, recording your session anyway, and then later let, let things unfold naturally and see if suddenly that makes sense to you. Sometimes time has to pass, things have to happen. That message might even be for somebody else. So you just never know. So don't, don't worry about it if you don't understand everything your angels are telling you right away. So some of the things that can help you understand those mysterious messages that you may get can be a dream. Dreams, you know, our brains, our conscious minds shut down and our subconscious mind takes over and it's so much more open and receptive. So much easier to experience these things in a dream state. And you may have your first experience that way. But in a dream, if you ask your angels before you go to sleep at night, please help me understand that message you gave me two weeks ago. Keep asking it every night. You could very well receive a very clear, sensible answer in a dream that'll help you. Another thing can be an experience while you're awake. 
some again things have to unfold sometimes before the message is meant to be clear it could be a conversation with another person you could be sitting with relatives months later having a casual conversation and suddenly a light bulb goes on and you're like oh my gosh that's what that message was about a newscast I mean, just for me, I get these messages. I get these, oh boy, my angels are coming in right now. I hear them. Uh, I get these messages and I don't know what it is. And then I'll see a newscast and it's exactly what I heard, saw, or dreamed. And I have it in my journal. An overheard conversation. Just kind of, sometimes we get our messages from angels that way. They're going to use whatever method they find works for you. Whatever breaks through your conscious mind and lets you understand that they're trying to communicate something important to you. Another thing can be a death. You know, maybe you got a message and it was warning you. I've had so many dreams uh, about the death of people that I know and love. And I sometimes it's years before it happens. Sometimes it's soon. Um, I write those down. And sometimes I'm bawling my eyes out while I do it because it's somebody I love very much. And I don't even want to think about that. But I know I was given that. I need to write it down. Not that that's going to happen to you. Uh, another big event. Sometimes the big event is the epiphany moment where you're like, oh, that's what they're trying to tell me. So that's why I like to, I think that the keeping this journal is just so important. There's, there's a study done, and I'm not going to get this word for word right, but the gist of it is that if 20 people experience the same situation and then later let's say a detective asks them to give their account of it you're going to get 20 different stories and the reason is that everyone's in a different position everyone's focus is in a different place everyone is responding to it differently having different emotions being triggered by different things from their past so they're going to emphasize certain aspects of it not notice other aspects of it and completely get wrong certain things so uh, you can't trust your memory uh, you know you just can't so how do you get started it's so easy get yourself a journal make sure you like it sit down and just have it at your bedside i keep i'll get the most recent one back here i put them over here let me grab that <laughs> I keep this in the top drawer of my bedside table along with a small flashlight and a, and a pen that's a gel pen. It's very easy to write with. So if something happens, as it usually does at night, I'm going to pull that out. I'm going to take my little flashlight and write it down and go back to sleep. If something happens during the day, I come home and I immediately write in that journal so I don't forget. So... I keep it handy. I know it's there. It's easy to find. And the reason for the flashlight is I don't want to turn on a bright light and then I can't go back to sleep. So that's, that's what that's about. So what you're going to do is you're just going to ask your angels for help. You're going to write them a letter. You're going to start your journal off by writing your angels a letter. You're going to outline exactly the type of assistance you seek from them. So let's say you're going to say, I really need comfort from you just to know I'm really not alone, that you're really with me. That's what I want to feel. And put that in writing, just write from your heart. It do, you don't need to, don't say what I say. That's my words. You say it in your own words, whatever feels comfortable, write from your heart. 
Just be open and honest about what you need, what you want, and it can be so healing for you to write this too. Take some time, just get quiet and listen for their messages in response to that letter. Not, I mean, I don't think it's gonna be at that second, maybe, but it's probably going to come later. So once you put that in there, you know, you've, you've put it in writing to start your journal, uh, you can say, I would love to start seeing you very clearly. That's a good place to start. And then you can start writing those things, put in your journals, the day, the time, what you saw, what you felt, what you heard. But you need to give yourself time every day to be quiet. And it's so hard. I know the people, uh, people with small children have the most difficult time. They're like, I don't, it's just like roller coasters. I don't have time from morning to night. And it's like somehow, you know, if you can carve out five to eight minutes to do a little guided meditation, meditation in general, tune in, quiet your mind, really let your angels have a chance to get messages through to you. You will start experiencing it. But as long as you've got a lot of distraction and noise around you, it's very hard to catch that. It's, it's just more interference. So what you're going to write down is the angelic messages you receive. You're going to also include opportunities that opened up for you since you started your journal. People who came into your life that you can feel are important that are going to help you on your spiritual journey or your personal journey and other instances that are related to that request you made. And you can change the request later. If you feel like you got that answer, then later write yourself another letter in there and or say it out loud to your angels. But I love the act of writing it in your angel journal. There's, there's a certain frequency about that, a very sincerity to put it in writing. So I, like I said, my journals cover the last 40 years and that's how I could write my last book. It's how I'm going to write future books going forward because I have a lot of experiences and they're all important. They're related to what I teach to people, what I'm helping them with and coaching them with. So same is true for you with your angelic events. Maybe someday you're going to want to write a book of your own. You might want to just have a join one or have your own a spirituality group where you talk about angels. You read certain angel books, you talk about them, you practice these skills, and it's a that would be so helpful to you in moving forward faster to have friends that get it, that are doing the same thing, that you can kind of bounce your experiences off of. Uh, I think you find it really helpful. And I always, I'm a big proponent of finding your tribe. And what that means in relation to your bonding with angels is that if you are the only person you know on, an, on a spiritual journey who's trying to connect with angels, then it can be a pretty lonely place to be. Whereas if you had a few friends that were doing the same thing, then you can talk about it, share your experiences, uh, help each other stay motivated, all, maybe help each other find the time to tune into the angels. That's a good one for people with small children is forming a group where you maybe take turns taking each other's children to give you that time you need to quiet your mind. I, I remember what it's like to have small children. <laughs> I know what that's like. So let's get with the modern times here. Uh, the angel journal does not need to be pen and paper. 
Plenty of my students and clients use their computer. They keep a blog or they just keep it in a Word file. And so if you don't like writing with pen and paper, you don't, or you just want to save the environment, I'm big on that. And you, you can do it on your computer. You can do it on your phone and under notes, whatever you want to do, whatever works for you. If you're a techie person, please go with that. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is doing it. I don't write in mine every day. There's times when I do, times when I might write in it more than once a day if it's a real active period of time. But then there could be two weeks that nothing, and for me, okay, let me explain this. For me, seeing angels and spirit every day and hearing from them, I'm not going to write that every time I see that. I've seen that my whole life. That's not what I'm writing in there. What I'm going to write about is unusual things, um, new things. So you at first should be making note of every time you see one of your angels, you hear them, uh, you hear the bells ringing, the singing, your ear starts ringing, all of those things. You get the, the chills, the tingling, cooler, warmer, all the different sensations that people feel when angels touch them. Definitely write about that. But there's going to come a time when you don't want to, you don't have anything to write in there and that's perfectly fine. It's, it's not about writing every day. Sometimes these experiences pour in like rain and sometimes there's a dry period. And that's okay. And the other thing is that I, I'm talking to my angels through the day, every day of my life. There's, there's not a day, not, not even a few hours goes by without me talking to my angels, usually out loud. Luckily, I live alone. <laughs> but even at the office, I know my business partner and the lady who, ladies who work with us there, they'll do the same thing. I hear them talking and I know they're talking to their angels and it just seems very natural to us. And it will to you too, eventually, because you really do come to that place where you embrace the reality that they truly are with you every second and they are your best friends. They are your closest confidants. Nobody knows you better. Nobody cares more. Um, you are their whole soul focus. So it makes total sense you'd be talking to them and saying, oh my gosh, thank you so much for sending that wonderful person to me. They were a joy to have as a client or thank you for getting me through a flight back from Chicago with no incidences. I don't want fists flying around me on an airplane. You know, <laughs> I really don't want that. So I'm always talking to them before I take a flight. Please let this be peaceful, drama free and put a bubble around myself, a bubble around everybody near me, the whole plane. So far it's worked really well. So how does keeping an angel journal improve your spiritual gifts? And yes, it does. I'm going to say that first of all, it does. So anytime that you're consciously working on a spiritual skill, such as communicating with your angels, you also improve your other gifts. And one, the main one that comes to mind is your intuitive ability. Every person on the planet has intuitive ability. It's a God-given God -given gift that we have, every human being. Some people are born with a very strong one. They're psychic. Some people develop theirs to a strong level and they are psychic, but everybody's got intuitive skill. And I love it when people say, well, what would that, why would I want to do that? I'm like, well, do you want to do better in business? 
Do you want to have better relationships all across the board? Do you want to get one up on your teenagers and know what they're up to? Kind of get uh, one ahead of them. That really helped me. Oh, my daughter did not like having a psychic mother. <laughs> but now she's a psychic mother, so she gets it. Um, all of these things are happening. When you are working on these skills that's in my book and we talk about here on the show, and my book is Let Your Angels Lead, let me tell you that. So when you're working on these skills, you are naturally improving your own intuition. And so you're going to start picking things up better. You're going to read situations and people more accurately. You're going to receive psychic warnings about situations, people, places. I had somebody write to me the other day and they want to know, should they take this vacation to Peru on a certain time period and they didn't they were, were thinking they shouldn't what did i see and i saw a big no like i saw the words no in big red letters and i looked further and it's like if she went earlier it would be great if she went then or later no 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 so i don't always get like why that is i just get no and then later we find out there's a reason why that was going on a smaller a smaller example of that would be I'm driving somewhere and I want to go my normal route and my and I just hear I just hear in my head like and I feel it in my gut take the back route. Oh gosh, it's going to take me 15 minutes longer. Take the back route. And I do and then later I find out there was a big accident on the interstate. So, you know, you your intuition guides you in so many things of your every aspect of your life. So it's a wonderful thing to develop that. And God gave you the ability anyway. So why not, right? Why not make it as good as possible? So just reading that book, the book that I mentioned, is going to help you bring those walls down because everybody's got these barriers within them that most of them are subconscious. Some of them are not. Some of them are from how we're raised uh, sometimes people are raised thinking that, oh, you know, only certain certain people should ever be able to see or talk to angels, or that's not a good thing to get involved in. How can communicating with God's celestial beings be anything negative? So, you know, it's just sort of overcoming some of the things, some of the ideas that might have been put in your head, or maybe fears you have, unfounded fears, or Honestly, sometimes those barriers are just there and there's no explanation for it. Uh, children, little children see angels. I see it all the time because the people who see angels like I do are always telling me, Ivory, I've never seen you not surrounded by an abundance of angels. I always see the light of the angels and I'm like, oh, that's Ivory, no wonder. Well, when I'm walking through, let's say, a store and there's a little toddler in a shopping cart or standing in front of me, inevitably they're looking up and they're looking around me like this. And their parents are like, I don't know what they're doing. And I'm thinking, I do. They see the angels. They see those angels, it's very natural for them. And then they hit about age four. And for most people, it goes away. And I think a lot of that is societal. Like I had plenty of people in my life saying, when I would say what I was seeing, they're like, oh, you have such an imagination. Oh, you're so creative. Yes, I am, but I was seeing angels. So uh, that's just another thing to be aware of. You can bring those barriers down. You don't have to. Just because they normally go away around age four or five doesn't mean that you can't get it back. So you got to get out of your own way. You know, whatever it is in your head that's 
that's stopping you, and it usually is in our head. I can't do that. I'm not special. I wasn't born with that gift. Or my uncle told me that was wrong. You know, whatever it is, you know, if you have a sincere desire to connect with your angels, you're going to be able to do it. So let's say you had an experience today. Let's say that you were sitting in your living room and you saw angel sparks. Just those, I saw so many yesterday around clients. It was, it was like little fireworks, little teeny pinpoints of gold and white light that angels, it's an easy form for them to take. So let's say you saw one or, or a few of those. So you would write today's date. You would write, you know, November 14th at 1234 my time saw five white angel sparks and where were they where I was in my living room they were above the fireplace I was thinking about how much I miss my mom you know whatever you know those details around it so I also think it's a good thing to say or write in your journal something to the effect of today I begin my journey of getting to know my angels. Next, I permit myself to drop all barriers known and unknown. Finally, I am ready to move forward and have a deep, meaningful relationship with my angels. State that every day. If you are telling your subconscious self that it's okay and you're ready to drop any of those barriers that you may know or not know about that are getting in the way, and that's really it. Like just putting that in writing or is better. That's like a, that uh, creates an energetic shift. If you only can say it out loud, say it every day. But really at that point, your angel journal, journal has begun. And then the following night, you can say something like, I drop any remaining barriers that prevent me from seeing, hearing, and feeling my angels. I welcome my angels and ask to receive any signs from them. Read that out loud every night after the lights are out in your bedroom, when you're in bed, you're relaxed, you're ready to communicate with your angels. The things that you think, the things that you say are heard by your angels and they know that you're ready. They know when you're sincere. They can feel what's in your heart, in your mind, in your soul. And when you're truly ready to start experiencing these things, they are going to be so excited. They're going to start giving you what you asked for. So hold on to your hat. After I do my nighttime intentions, which sometimes I'll probably talk about that because I think it's really made a big difference for me with things going more smoothly. It's a time when I'm talking to my angels about what I intend in life. So uh, my intentions are to eliminate any anyone and anything below the fifth dimension because anything at the fifth dimension or below is low frequency, and that's not for me. Uh, I'm not saying all that. I'm just telling you that's why I put that in there. And I'll say things like, um, I intend to have perfect health from head to toe. I intend to have wonderful relationships with family and friends with unconditional love growing all the time. I, I intend to have protection of my spiritual gifts, my speaking and singing voice, my book writing and publishing endeavors. And, you know, it's so funny because my friend who started, Terry Ann, if you're watching, who started me on this, wrote a basic one for me. And it's this little like four line thing. And now at first, so it took me like 30 seconds to do it. Now it's about a seven minute thing that I do every night, no matter where I am. 
And at the very end of it, something I've added is, and if the dark is doing anything to suppress me, hurt me, hold me back, or keep me from shining my light and helping people in the way I'm here to do, I ask my angels to intervene and stop that from affecting me in the slightest. And that's been huge. Like, Because if you are a person of light, if you're doing good things in the world, you're trying to help people, as you can imagine, the dark doesn't like that. <laughs> they don't They don't want you to succeed in that. So if you've had problems with that or just dark people coming into your life, people who are toxic, people who are uh, cruel, do that. You know, I just think you need to protect yourself. But the point being that that is an ever-evolving, flowing, fluid intention that you do at night because maybe something isn't an issue anymore you drop it off your intentions something new is important it goes on your intentions and it doesn't matter how long or short it is it's just whether it's taking care of your needs at that time when you say that like your angels hear that and take it right to god's ears like they are on it and i have found big shifts for the positive happening since i started using it and it's on my website. Uh, or is it? I'll put it on there. I'll put it on there. I feel bad. It's on the Ivory. And I'll put it on the Ivory Angelic Medium website under resources. But a lot of just pretty much everything I've talked about today is in my book, Let Your Angels Lead, under the Keeping an Angel Journal chapter. So if there's things in there you didn't quite catch, things that you want to know more about, that's from my book. I'm just trying to address all different areas of this whole uh, process of not only communicating with your angels, but it's really about receiving the guidance. All of this is is not just a fun thing of, oh, I want to see angels. Oh, it's going to be so fun to feel them and talk to them. It is amazing, but the point of it is to receive the full possible angelic guidance you can get. My angels tell me things like, I'm gonna. This is a very, this is a big one. Uh, back in 14 months before COVID started, my angels, I'd be at the grocery store and they'd say, "Grab some of those cans of food." And I don't eat canned food really. I don't. So I'm like, "What? All right." And they'd be like, "Get more dried beans. Get rice." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> and they told me to buy a manual can opener at one point. I did. They told they told me to buy propane canisters for my old Coleman stove. I'm like, all right. And toilet paper, they'd be like, I'm like, there's just one person at my house. They're like, more toilet paper. I'm like, oh my gosh. So when COVID happened and shortages started, I had a nice little pantry filled with things to the point that I could give it away to people who hadn't had that kind of heads up from their angels. I could give them a six pack of toilet paper. I could give them canned goods. I could share my, you know, whatever they, they needed, I could give them. And I still have some of those things. I never needed to use the manual can opener or the uh, Coleman stove. So I hope that doesn't happen. I really don't want to have to not have those things. But the point being, I didn't understand why they told me to do that. But I, I had long ago come to a place where I know if my angels tell me to do something, there's a very good reason. And if I ignore it, I do so at my own peril. And what was really interesting is my business partner, Roz, brought something up one day and she's like, 
oh my gosh, I have got so much canned goods. If my angels don't stop soon, I don't know where I'm going to put it all. And I looked at her and she's like, you too? And I'm like, oh yeah. We found out our angels had been telling us to get the exact same things. And we're like, and all of us were like, we just feel like something's going to happen. It's not good. I don't know what it is, but it's not good. And then whammo, COVID, amongst many other things, right? So... I think I've mentioned this to you before, uh, kind of the last thing that I do before I go, before I start communicating with my angels, I put on my organ pendant, which is spiritual protection. It's, I should show that to you sometime. I should show it. It's very pretty. It's a heart shape. And I say to my angels, just angels surround me, angels protect me. And as I say that, I feel them coming in, surrounding me right now. Uh, it's beautiful. And then, then I just prepare myself, you know, relaxing my vision, breathing calmly in through my nose, out through my mouth, what you would call yoga breathing, meditation breathing, and getting myself in that really calm, light trance state that's really receptive to angelic experiences. And I see these angels every night. You know, I see my angels every night. Sometimes there's other angels coming in that I don't know who they are. That's something I'm going to write in my journal. You know, the first time I saw the angel parade, which is just hundreds of angels coming in one after the other, after another, after another, till I fell asleep. I mean, I tried to stay awake, but I fell asleep while they were still crossing my room right through me, going out the other side. And then there was another one right behind them. So and uh, that was really powerful and at a time when I so desperately needed to know that I had that spectacular level of protection around me. I think it's why I'm alive now. So things like that, there's always going to be something new to you, something that surprises you no matter how you, you get to your angelic, your angelic experiences, there'll always be something new. So I think that as long as you start your journal, get your journal, start it, do it your way, do it in a way that makes you happy. One thing I forgot to mention is for a lot of people, it really helps to have the cover of your journal have an angel on it or something like a halo or wings, uh, something like that just sort of puts the frequency of angels right into it right away. Or you can put something on the front of it that is like that, a sticker, a drawing, a painting, whatever you want to do. Um, and my next one will have that. I've been called to do that, but I still have a little room left in this one. <laughs> I'm, I don't like wasting things. So no matter how bad I want that journal with an angel on the front, I will use up this one. But you're going to find them to be just so fascinating to read back over later and be amazed at the things that you've experienced and how far your gifts have come, how much better your intuition is. And you'll be glad that you kept this journal just to keep track of all of it and make sure that you got it right. I know that, uh, that you're going to enjoy reading over it. It's, it's always fascinating and your brain will have blocked some of it out and that's okay because you're gonna catch it the next time. Let me see what's coming up here. Oh yes, so tune in next week. The topic is angel voices and I'm gonna be talking about angels talking to you, what that sounds like when an angel gives you a message, the varying forms it can take, what it's like, 
uh, how to encourage more of it, how to make sure that you don't miss them. And in the meantime, I hope you're, you're just surrounded by the beauty and frequency of your angels every day of your life. Have a beautiful week. Arizona time for another enlightening episode.